Welcome to another edition of the Tech Post here on Limerick City Community Radio, brought to you in association with the Limerick Post newspaper. I'm Shawnee Ryan, and we cover all what's happening in the world of tech at the moment. And once again, Dave, the Don O'Neill is here beside me. Hi, Dave. How are you doing? I'm here. You're here. I'm That's here. Good. I didn't, didn't realise. Is that enough? <laughs> Dave, uh, good to be back. We uh, we took a small break there in August, so um, it's good to get back on the mic and uh, get ourselves going again and talking about tech, and there is loads happening. I find myself saying that at the start of every episode, but there always is loads happening, and we have so much to cover in this uh, episode, uh, which uh, includes the... Galaxy Unpacked, the Apple iPhone event or Far Out event, as it was called. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but Dave, I'm going to start off with uh, listener questions again. Um, so we've had a few questions into us. Um, and one of them is my own question, but I'll get to that in a minute. All right. Um, but the first one, anyway, um, listener Greta uh, was on to me and um this was something that I had to uh, respond to uh, live at the time because uh, it was time pertinent, but I said I'd discuss it and uh, give people the information. So Greta's problem was that she was abroad and was ringing up about uh, flight, about change of flight details. And when she was onto the airline, and, and this would happen not just with airlines, this could happen to anywhere that you ring and they might ask for security to make sure that they're talking to the person who booked it. They might ask for your email address or they might ask for the last four digits of the card that was used to book the the flight or whatever you paid for, right? Here was the problem. So Greta was using Apple Pay and an iPhone with hide my email enabled. So when she gave her email address over the phone, they said, no, that's not the email address we have on file for this booking. And when she gave her card number, they said, nope, that's not the card number that was used either. So we had to do a bit of uh, digging straight away to try and figure out uh, how, and I'm sure other people are going to run into this at some stage um, as uh, online payments and using Apple Pay and Google Pay are more pertinent. And this might be a task for you at the end of this actually to go and find out uh, how to do this on the Android. But I had to um, walk uh, through how to do this on the iPhone, right? So first thing is when you pay for something with Apple Pay, and I'm nearly certain Google Pay is the exact, the exact same, same on this, yeah. it uses a different number to your card number. Right. So it might sometimes, I'm not sure whether Google uses random numbers or whether it's just a device number, which would be different to your actual credit card number. So step one on this one anyway, how do you find out what email address was used if you're using hide my email? Right. And for those who don't know, there's a feature on the iPhones whereby you can sign up and if you're using iCloud, you can use randomized email addresses, which means that if you're signing up to someone that you don't know and you're not sure of their, um, how well they protect their data, then you can use a randomized email address. And when they email you, it comes back into your normal iCloud email, email address. Uh, but if they end up selling that on and you start getting loads of spam, you can just disable it and delete that email address. So they never have your real email address. And it's very easy just to turn that off. But how do you find out what 
that email address is. So the first one anyway, if you go into on your iPhone, if you go um, and, and the steps are quite similar on your on your Mac, if you want to do it on your Mac as well. So first thing you go, you go into your settings. And when you go into your settings at the very top, it'll show you your name and it'll have a label of your Apple ID, iCloud, media, that kind of thing. So you click on that. And once you're in there, you go to the iCloud button. Um, so it'll probably be about the fifth one down at the iCloud button. And then you scroll down to hide my email. And once you go in there, it... Um, will do. I'm actually just doing it here now, so Dave, so you can see exactly what I'm doing going in there. Right. So it's just loading that up at the moment for me. And once you go in there, it will then show you a list of the sites that you've signed up to and used your email address on, right. or your hide my email. And now I can go in. So I'll just I'll just pick one of these at random here, Dave, and go into that. And you can now see the actual Apple. Um, random email address that was used. Now it's not very friendly to to see, all right? Yeah. It's not so if you're calling that out onto the phone onto a, a rep at the other end, it's a bit long because it's going to be a load of uh, random letters and numbers at privaterelay.appledid.com. But that's where you see it. And you can you can see there Dave, you can turn off the forwarding if you want as well at that stage, yeah, yeah. which would stop stuff coming in from that. So that's step one. That's the first thing of how to find your email address. And the second thing then is, how do you find out what number was used to make the purchase? So you have to go into your wallet on the phone and you then see the cards that you have inside in there mm -hmm. and you tap on the card and it brings it up. Mm -hmm. And then you can go to the three dots up in the top right hand corner. And once you go in there, there's a, an item, uh, one of the menu items there is card number. And go in there and you can see the physical card number and the Apple card, pay card number. Right, okay. Right. So that means you can see the last four digits that were used to identify what would show up if you purchase something through Apple Pay. And does that um, uh, Apple Pay card number stay with you the whole time or do they change it up every so often or is it just... As yeah. far as I know, it's tied to that device. Right. Right. So it's actually, that's the number mm -hmm. that, so right, without calling out, you can see my number there for yep. this phone, for the phone itself. Mm -hmm. Now, you may have made the purchase using your Apple Watch mm. on Apple Pay. So that that's the step one is to how to do that. Go into the wallet, go to the card, dots in the corner and go to card number and you'll actually see it. And it's usually tied to the device. I don't know if they change it uh, randomly or as in like periodically. Every so, yeah, yeah. periodically. That's the right. word, Dave. Thank you very much. So the next one then is if you did actually want to see, because it's tied to the device, mm -hmm. that's just the phone. So if I want to see what number I use to pay on the watch, you then go into the watch app and scroll down until you find wallet and Apple Pay. Okay. And again, you see that the cards are listed inside there. Mm -hmm. And if I go to the exact same card number there, you can see that there is a different device ID number. There isn't. Right. Okay. So that device would be, that would be the number if I had used my watch to pay for it. Okay. So that was something that we had to um, do at the time and um, had to uh, figure that out pretty quickly so that yeah. Greta could complete the uh, 
the details with the airline provider and um, yeah. and get the, get the change of booking as now, needed. I might be putting you on the spot here, but what would happen, let's say, if you bought something with your, your device, right? Mm-hmm. And you were to get a refund for it and they were going to refund it to the card. Would it go back into your... Yes, it would. Okay. Yes. So it does go back to your card. All right. Yeah. So Sorry. I don't know the, I don't know the technical ways they do that in the background, but, they but I'm sure they've, they've some way of tying mm. their virtual card number to your actual card number. Yeah. So that if it comes into that, it goes on to your card. Right. So I'm sure they have figured all that part out themselves. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm more used to using my, my tap and pay for, you know, for, for in-store payments, like for not big purchases, groceries, whatever, you know, but for yeah. big things online, I, you know, I don't use mm. Google pay. I just use PayPal or whatever, you know? Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so that is the listener questions for this week. So Dave, now I'm going to go, actually, I'm going to go on to, this is the, um, host question okay. <laughs> section of the all right. thing. Um, <laughs> Here is something that happened to me recently. I was away for a few days. Mm-hmm. And um, so I have uh, my, um, I, I suppose the Apple TV that I have at home is my home hub. And I have security cameras. Oh. And those then allow me to have through my home app on my phone, I can see my security cameras because they're tied to the hub. Mm. And you can control them and view them and um, go back over recordings because it records up to their, they're capable of doing the, um, the iCloud um, storage, the video storage. And uh, I can go and see recordings. But for some reason, when I went away, it stopped recording. Oh, right. So that meant that if I logged in and had a look, I could actually see the feed from the camera, mm-hmm. but I wasn't getting any notifications of detecting motion outside the house. Right. And I do know that there was some people who did come to the house, right? Came to the door. So there was somebody who was, came up, knocked on the door, went away. And I got no notification for it because they rang me and said, are you not home? Now, uh, that is, that's a big thing because like, if you're away, you kind of want to be the ability to uh, get your alerts especially when you're away. Yeah, right. exactly. It, it's, it's more important than anything else. So the fact that it stopped, I was sitting there going, well, what good is it to me now? Um, and like being away, whether, whether it's away for an hour, a day or a week, it doesn't matter. If you're away and it stops, then you're not getting the alerts that you want to get. So if somebody, some nefarious person came snooping around the house, yeah, then you get no alert. Right. And... My, uh, I'm, I'm kind of still stumped about this because what I had to do is when I got home, I restarted the Apple TV, which mm-hmm. was the home hub and everything was working again. So I'm wondering why did it stop? And it, and it basically, it stopped the day I left. Right. <laughs> so I could see the last recording was me going out to the car. Right. And then after that, there was nothing. So. I've, I've done a bit of digging myself and looked into it. And the only thing that I could find was a suggestion from someone that they have seen something similar happen if you have a HomePod connected to the TV, that sometimes it can randomly do this. Oh. Right? And it like their, their testing of it was that when they didn't have the HomePods linked for playing the audio that's coming out of the TV, then this didn't happen to them. But again, 
you can't be a hundred percent sure on that because maybe it just didn't happen at that time. So I don't know. It's kind of it's not it's not empirical evidence. No, uh, I guess not. It's, it's hmm. so it, it it's a it's a it's a theory. Um, so yeah. I I'm wondering if any listeners have found out or have had something like this happen to them and did they solve it or are they still trying to solve it? And if you do email us in techpost at limerickpost.ie and let me know because I am going to be doing a lot of testing on this. And this has never happened to me in the last three, four years. It's the first time it happened. And sure enough, it happened when I was in a point where I couldn't, like I wasn't around to restart the device. But the last time you went um, away, Mm -hmm. right? Because of the pandemic and stuff like that. You didn't have a HomePod though, did you? No, I didn't actually. Mm. But the way I look at it is, going to work is being away. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. You're away from the house. You're mm. out of the house. So the the house doesn't know whether I'm a mile down the road mm. or 50 miles down the road. All right. So it, that doesn't know. It just seemed to happen on that day. And I don't know whether it was because of a software update that happened um, in the background. Maybe there was a firmware update to the HomePods or to the Apple TV that something happened and it caused a glitch. I don't know. But I just know that when I came back and restarted the Apple TV, everything started working. So I'm yeah, going to have to okay. wait and see if this happens again. Um, I hate I, that. I really do. Yes, I know. It's really, it's a weird one. Mm. Um, how do I, how do I even, you can't simulate it. You just can't have to wait. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will. So yeah, so I'm going to have to, but yeah. if you have, if any listeners have found something like this happening to them, please let me know. And if I'd love if you had a solution. So we're the ones not giving a solution this time. I'm looking for help on this. I might actually reach out to the guys in Apple Insider's great podcast. You're direct line to Tim Cook. Why don't you give him a call? (laughs) Tim Apple. Apple. (laughs) I'll give him a call and see what he says. You you know why it happened? It's because you didn't buy the new iPhone and he knows all about it. He's he's disgruntled, right? (laughs) He was watching the, yeah, he was watching the transaction history there. And I said, ah, hold on a second now. This Mm. guy needs to get some new equipment so yeah. let's make him buy some some more it's stuff break his old equipment there you go that's exactly yeah. it yeah okay so i will if if i do find any information or if i do hear from any listener who has um a solution or a possible solution i will give an update on that uh in the future but um hopefully we can come up with something uh, the collective community out there might get in touch and if you um, have any questions of your own or any tech problems or if you want any reviews done on products that you're interested in uh, please uh, email us at techpost at limerickpost.ie and we will do our best so Dave let's move on what's all the stuff that happened over the last couple of months plenty to plenty yep. to talk about on this one plenty, plenty, plenty. Um, will, will we get started with the um, the Google stuff so Right. All right. Uh, well, it's actually not Google. Sorry. Oh, my apologies on that one. It's actually the Samsung. Samsung. Um, yeah, it's very easy to say it because Android's made by Google. Uh, but uh, anyway, the Galaxy Unpacked that happened in August. And the first thing they came out with was the new Galaxy Z Flip 4. Oh, you said Z. There you go. <laughs> Zed flip? No. No. <laughs> uh, right. Um, yeah. So we're getting a bit, um, yeah. a bit uh, Americanized over here. The Z, Z flip four. Um, I have to say, right, uh, between that and the actual Z fold, right, mm-hmm. 
I'm, I'm getting a bit of envy here on this one now no. because I actually do want a foldable phone. Do you? Yes, I do. Yeah, I definitely do. Right. I like the idea of being able to open up a device and having a large enough screen that I could do some work on um, or okay. do different Look, things. I see what you're saying, but I just mm. still, I, for me, I still think the tech is still meh. Yeah, yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. That's, I'm looking at it and going, I wish I had a proper usable mm. device. But again, I think uh, there a couple of months ago we were asking each other, um, "How many have you seen in the wild?" You know what? And since then, I have seen zero and more. Zero. Uh, zero. Yeah. I have. I, I think I was at a count of two at the time, mm. and I'm still at a count of two. <laughs> right. So I have seen zero. Yeah, total. In total. Right. Um, and 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 again on on those. The, the crease is so yeah. visible in the middle, like over time. Of, Anytime of, I've seen it on camera, that's yeah. the thing, the crease always it's, gets me. It's yeah. like, it does really get like degraded, the color mm -hmm. on it, the actual, just the shape of it, everything you can see, it's kind of like, mm. it's something that has been bent enough times and it's not right. So if you were watching something on it, mm. you have this visible line down through the middle of it that it's distorted. <clears throat> and But I do look at them and I'm like, oh, I really, I, I kind of, I want one of these. I want, I want a foldable phone. I want, I want to have the ability to have a large screen in my pocket. Yeah. So, but you don't like having a large phone. That's the thing. So you like a smaller yes. phone, but you'd like a smaller phone that can flip out and be and double its size, basically. Yes. Yeah. Yes, actually. Now I uh, see it, this is kind of like, I would like, like, like the, the Z flip where it's kind of your half size yeah. and you open it out. I would love that because it means a smaller device. Right. But I do look at and say, and I'm kind of torn in my own head in this because the fold, I'm used to the size of a phone in my pocket now. Yeah. Not like your six inch screen on it. Um, and I do actually look at it and kind of go, I don't know which one I'd get because the Z Fold as well folds out into a double size screen. Mm. So I'm kind of going, would I get that? Because it means that when I'm on the go, you've got something that you can do a lot more stuff on or be more productive on is more is more where I'm going. So maybe it's a work phone and a home phone kind of thing. Yeah, well, look, <clears throat> the only question you have to ask yourself is like, does it bother you? Like your iPhone 11 there, does that bother you having to put that in your pocket? No, there no, you go. it's gotten so, used to it. Yeah, you've gotten used yeah. to it. So there you go. It's yeah. The, it's the, the fold. Yeah. It's got to be the fold. Yeah. So, okay. Right. Well, Dave has made up my mind for me. Um, <laughs> I won't be buying an Android though. I'll stick my Apple. <laughs> you know, I just kind of slightly off topic. I was watching a YouTube video the other day, right? Yeah. Of someone saying, is it practical to use an iPad mini as your phone with the, you know, the cellular edition? Okay. Well, it's... It won't work as a phone as in someone can't call you. That's correct. But they could you you could use it for like mm. iMessage, WhatsApp, yeah. Signal, all those kind of things. You can get your so, VoIP stuff on there, but you yes. can't use it as a standard phone. Phone, yes. Yeah. Um I mm, I you'd want some large camouflage pants. Mm. Uh, you know the ones with the big I, pockets. I yeah. do, I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you'd want you'd want something with very large pockets to be able to slide that into. Yeah. Or Handbag, yeah. yeah so well, there you mm, go. Yeah, Apple bring out the phone app for the uh, the iPad. There, yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah. It's possible. It could. Yeah. It could work. Why not? Uh, right. Anyway, the so the Z Flip Four, mm -hmm. right? Um, with this what they called Flex Cam. Yeah. Which is just really a camera, isn't it? It's like. Does it bend? No, it's just that 
the phone bends, but they were, they were, they were doing this thing where they were saying that like, you've got a hands-free experience and you can take pictures from all angles. And I was like, every phone can take a picture from all angles. Yeah. You can, you can like, you can actually put your hand at different angles below, (laughs) above, straight in front of you just by moving your arm. Um, so, and, and this hands-free experience, yeah, I can just prop my phone up against something. I know with the, with, they were showing it off that because it's like folded into an L shape, it'll prop itself up, mm-hmm. but it's not that hard to prop a phone against something. So I was like, hands-free experience and take pictures from all angles. Mm, not <laughs> really selling like, me on that one anyway. Sounds like they're getting desperate. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, um, so the, the, but it is a nice looking device. Right. It's because it's like you've got this half size phone. Again, mm. I'm going back to, I just like the idea of something that size and having a nice little, little, little device. So you've got a 6.7 inch main screen. You've got a 1.9 inch front screen, which kind of reminds me back of the days when your Nokia device had a 1.9 inch screen. Oh yeah. Uh, but it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a uh, color. Well, but some of them did come in color they eventually. Did, yeah, yeah. Eventually. Um, yeah. But, um, the okay, what twelve megapixel, twelve megapixel wide camera and a twelve megapixel ultra wide camera. It's AMOLED um, and a thousand dollars, which will probably translate to somewhere around twelve or thirteen hundred quid over here mm. euros. If um, lucky. Yeah, so a nice device. Really, like again, I would love something like that. I, I really, mm. um, I, I, I did definitely. Um, I did definitely have a bit of envy on that phone. I was like looking, going, yeah, I would love something like that. Yeah, you just um, want that uh, phone from Earth Final Conflict, isn't it? Uh, that's the, again, yeah, yeah, definitely the one where it just rolls out and goes back into a nice little cylinder. Nice. Um, I'm sure they could make a much better looking one than that because um, mm. that's from 20 years ago now, that show. Uh, yeah. yeah, it is about that, yeah. Right, so the next one then, uh, moving on, they uh, went on and they showed the Buds 2 Pro. Um I do like the design of these because they are smaller and more discreet than AirPods. Uh, so they're very much in ear and they can, they like, they're just, I, I like the fact that you don't have a, a, a microphone stem. So, and I'd, I'd love to know the tech behind how they're doing this um, voice capture, like the waveform capture of your voice and everything from that, because it, they are a nice small little device. Um, and they now are coming with 24-bit audio, okay. which you know over 16-bit doesn't mean that it's eight more. It's magnitudes more when you go to 24-bit audio to have proper music listening experience on it. Um, the audio quality is way better and that's through their own custom codec. Well, yeah, absolutely. But don't forget as well, that a lot of music is still uh, encoded in 16-bit on your CDs and stuff like that. So, you know. What's a CD, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> what are these things that you're talking about? CD, I only know tape decks. <laughs> um, okay, there's better active noise cancellation on these um, over the, um, the, the original ones. Dynamic volume when you're talking. So um, it will it's better at filtering out your the, the audio so that it's also going to uh, reduce the other ambient noise when you're talking to someone nice. um, like wind or anything that's going on around you. Yep. And they, they, they highlighted the auto connect feature as well, which is something that has been around for a while. I've, I've actually turned it off on my AirPods um, really? simply because um, like I'd be doing something on a phone call, uh, talking to someone on my AirPods, and then I might st- 
start a video on my laptop and like, let's say somebody was talking to me and they were asking me a question about a tech question and I was looking at a mm. YouTube video of how do I fix this? And I hit play on the thing to kind of have a look and the AirPods would automatically switch to the laptop and the person I was talking to, I can't hear them anymore. And I'm like, I didn't want to switch over. Take priority over the active audio that you have yeah. at the moment. If, if it's like auto connect to something, if there's nothing playing, but when you have an active audio connection going, don't switch. Correct. Yeah. So I had to turn that off um, and I haven't tried it since. I actually turned it off maybe about two years ago um, mm. or more. And I haven't tried it since to see if it's got better because it was just so frustrating. It just happened yeah. to me enough times and I just said... I'd be curious to see yeah. if any other like devices even, do that, yeah. Even in the, the demo that they were showing on <clears throat> the Galaxy Unpacked event, they had a guy late at night, didn't want to be disturbing the other people in the house. So he had his AirPods connected to his Samsung TV. And then the phone rang and it auto-connected to the phone. And my question was, did that mean that the TV now started playing at full volume? Which you didn't want because it would wake people in the house. Mm -hmm. Because if it disconnects from the TV, then the TV is going to play out of the speaker. So he was then talking on his phone. And then when he finished the phone call, it auto-connected back to the TV. I'm just saying, what happened to the audio on the TV in the meantime? Well, so I kind of have uh, an inkling of what might have happened there. Um, hate to bore you, but um, same thing as what would happen in a car. If you play music uh, on your Bluetooth to your car mm. stereo, uh, a phone call comes in, it mutes the audio or stops it, one or the other. So if, yeah, if, it's, maybe. if it's a song, it would probably pause it. If it's, if it's not, if it's like a radio stream or something like that, it would probably yeah. just mute it. But either way, it would always, mm. it switches over to the phone, but it doesn't, you know. Yeah. And that's what I think happened. I don't think it would play it in full volume. Mm, okay, I would like to test that out. Right, so the Buds 2 Pro are... Two two nine dollars, mm -hmm. uh, which again will probably come about two fifty over here, or maybe more. Yeah. All right, then the Galaxy Watch Five. Um, so there was there was two uh, watches anyway. You've got the Galaxy Watch Five and the Galaxy Watch Five Pro. Right. Um, so sapphire glass, body mm -hmm. mass calculation, sleep tracking. The new thing is a temperature sensor. Yeah. And the Watch Pro, Dave, what are the highlights of the Watch Pro over the normal watch? It comes in titanium. Hey, so it's, okay. it's a bit lighter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's bulkier. It's bulkier, so you're going to get a bigger battery. Uh, you do get a bigger battery. Yeah. Mm. Quite a, it's, it's quite a jump. But yeah. is it worth 200 bucks? Yes, because it is more, mm -hmm. it is a fair bit more expensive. Yes. Um, and that was the big question when I was looking, I was there saying, is there enough in the pro over the normal mm. to make a person want to spend that much more? So uh, dollars wise, you're talking about 279 for the uh, watch five and um, the pro was four four nine. So 279 to 449. Yeah. So it's nearly 200. I mean, when you yeah. go to yours, it's going to be nearly 200 euros exactly. more. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, I'd be like you, I'd be kind of echoing what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Is it giving you 200 euros more worth it, it really isn't and the only other feature that i can think of mm. is it's got some sort of um track back feature so if you're out hiking in the the wilderness yeah. or whatever you can backtrack to like you know if you get lost or whatever have you yes but that's it yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and you know it just doesn't and, and, yeah. and they've taken away the um you know the way last generation they had the galaxy watch 4 and then they had the 4 classic yes which was probably just as much more expensive but mm. they had the um the chrome sides and the, the dial on it yeah that's gone they're gone completely. That's gone. The dial's gone. So it's still, it's, so it basically nearly looks the same. 
Yeah. Uh, the um, the regular version of the Galaxy Watch 5, but uh, made of titanium and slightly bulkier. That's it. All right, okay. Hmm. Yeah, so I suppose... I'm going to have to get one of these in my hands to see what the difference is and what, yeah. I'd, what I'd go for. Last thing then on the Galaxy Unpacked event then was, and we've talked a small bit about this a while ago, was the Z Fold 4. Mm-hmm. So you've got the Z Flip 4 and the Z Fold 4. And this is running Android 12L, 10 megapixel telecamera, 50 megapixel uh, main camera, you got your outside screen, what is it, 6.1 inch, I think, outside screen, and then double that inside, really, when you when you open it up. As I said a while ago, I've got Envy. I really would like to have a proper one of these. Now, they've made a, a big, the, the, a big part of the demonstration was showing the improvements to the hinge and how they've um, made the hinge a lot smaller and a lot more reliable and taken away the mechanical gears of the hinge. So it's more of a kind of a lateral movement, kind of, uh, I was trying to give a simile on how, how, how I would describe this in audio of the, the lateral movements inside of kind of like a counterbalance type thing. But it was just the way it opened and, and things moved inside it. And they made they were able to make it a lot more, a lot lighter, uh, a lot smaller. Um, so it's noticeably smaller than the other one, the hinge and the whole fold area. Okay. Um, but it, it just, I, I again, not seeing enough of these in the wild, to be able to give a proper opinion on them. But mm-hmm. I do like the idea. I really, really like this. And I can't wait to get my hands on a foldable phone at some stage in the future. Yeah, and I wonder if um, the phone stores have them inside on their displays. I wonder if they do. Yeah, I'm going to have to do a bit of, I'm going to have to do a bit of digging on this now and go around yeah. between a few stores and see what, recon, yeah, yeah. yeah, and see what I can get. Um, Cause I don't want to just get pick up, you know, the way sometimes in the, the display phones are just these plastic kind of. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Of one, yeah. Of one. I want to actually use one of these and see mm-hmm. and, and see what they're like. I don't actually, I don't remember what price they said on the Z fold, but I think oh. you're up around $1,700 oh, or something. So. Yeah. So mm. it's pricey. It's pricey. Uh, yeah, I won't be, I won't be affording a new one this year, and <laughs> not with the energy well, prices you know, that are coming this Christmas. That's true. Um, I mean, we, like until they they become more ubiquitous, yeah. for sure. Yeah, we might actually, Dave, uh, next month we might actually do a bit about how to save money on your bills. About like, I I always get questions asked to me about kind of mm. like what, how much less does something use electricity if it's on standby mm-hmm. mode? What's the best way of kind of saving energy and even in terms of like smart lights and things like that, how much less they use. So I think we might do a show around that because it is very top topic on people's minds at the moment is how do I go saving money without spending a lot of money? Right. I mean, yeah. it'd be realistic because we're not going to mm. go out and tell you, rewire your house, get solar panels on your roof, all that yeah, kind of exactly. stuff. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, it'll be realistic stuff that yeah. will actually save you money. Yeah. Um, unlike an ex prime minister in the UK who told people to spend 20 quid to buy a kettle and it'll save you a tenner a year. <laughs> uh, so so um, spend 20 quid now and in two years time you've made your money back. Yeah. You probably have to replace your kettle again at that stage anyway. Yep. Um, so <laughs> that was a bit of um, a bit of a gaffe. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, first. So that was the Galaxy uh, Unpacked event and nice tech. I do like, I do like what, what they brought out. Actually, every, everything looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, so our only question really is, is the Watch 5 Pro better 
that much better than the Watch 5. And listeners, please let us know. Have you got any of these devices? Have you got a Fold? Have you got the new um, AirPods or Buds Pro, what they're called, Buds? Um, the, um, the watch, everything. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Techpost at limerickpost.ie. Right, Dave, uh, over to my side of the fence now. The Ooh, Apple yeah. event a couple of days ago. I was uh, I was really waiting for this and, um, with 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 glee. Oh dear! <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things that I'm uh, watching and sitting there and watching and going, "Oh, please don't make me spend more money." <laughs> I think I've gotten better actually. As you said a while ago, I still have my iPhone 11, which is three years old now at this stage, Easily, and yeah. is still going absolutely perfect. Um, so, I. Uh, Okay, I'll, I'll get on to that of, of what would make me upgrade. We'll, we'll talk about that after we've talked about the actual things that come out. Um, so, right. So first thing they showed was the Apple Watch Series 8. Mm. And like the, the watch, the um, Google uh, or the Galaxy Watch 5, the main thing on this was the addition of a temperature sensor. Now, it doesn't come with the new uh, S8, the S8 Series chip, um, or Series 8 um, S8 chip, I think it is the S8, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it is the yeah, S8, yeah. It is, yeah. That um, has increased performance as it always does, whatever, mm-hmm. 20, 30% faster. Um, but they didn't really kind of harp on about that too much, really. They went straight into talking about the temperature sensor. And what I liked about it was they, they, they kind of highlighted that there's a temperature sensor on the back and one under the screen. Mm, that's so right. it's going to be able to determine the difference between your body temperature and the ambient temperature. Mm-hmm. So it knows that if, like when you go to bed at night, the temperature in the room drops, but it'll know then what your body temperature is compared yeah. to it. And are, is your body temperature going down by the same amount or is it not? Um, so it's kind of taken into account your surroundings uh, as well as your own temperature. And they centered this around women's health. They did. And especially kind of tracking ovulation and menstruation. They, they, it'll obviously have other uses as well for temperature tracking, because I'm sure if you have a fever, it will alert you, it'll let you know, hey, your temperature has gone up. Um, I'd like to know how accurate the temperature from your wrist is compared to like the the traditional ear temperature or under the tongue temperature. I would like to know how accurate they're getting that. So I don't know from your wrist, I've never heard of somebody taking their temperature from their wrist before. So that's something that I will have to, uh, will have to report back on at some stage. But as I said, they they centered around the, the women's health anyway. And it really looked interesting. It really, really did look interesting. The next thing they showed then was the crash detection. Yeah. A 256G sensor inside it. Mm. 256Gs. I think if somebody experienced 256Gs, to have your phone tell you that you were in a crash might be <laughs> a bit redundant at this at that stage. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, like that, that, that's a pretty powerful sensor to be able to detect up to that amount. And it, the crash detection doesn't just use the, the information from the sensor. It's also listening for sounds of, of uh, a crash. It's also using the barometer uh, sensor to mm-hmm. check for chair changes in air pressure. Like if an airbag went off, the air pressure would, in the room or in the car would change. Right. Uh, so that was a, a welcome addition to it anyway. Yeah. Um, they're introducing a new low power mode, 
but this is going to this is a software feature so it's going to retrospectively come back to like I have the the series 6 watch right so it's 2 years old at this stage now and that now has the low power feature mode so you can get up to 36 hours battery life on it because mm-hmm. it it stops different things like you're always on display um auto workout detection stops that and a few other bits and pieces so that that low power mode is like it, it just means that you can eke if you're out doing something you can eke a bit more performance out of it so if you were going for a long run or if you were going away for a day like hiking or kayaking or something like that and you weren't going to be near a charger you can use this and if you're doing activity you don't need the always on display maybe at that stage anyway so um it it just means that it just means make the device last a bit longer for yeah. you another software feature coming in the, in the watch os 9 was um you're tracking your medications so reminders an app for tracking how when you've taken your medication, uh, your dosages, and giving you reminders to actually take that. Yeah, um, and um, that's that's kind of pretty cool because it'll be tied into the health system anyway, and it's information mm. you could share with your GP, and it's not something that you just have to rely on the built-in reminders thing, the reminders app on the phone. That ju- that's kind of like a, ger- <laughs> a generic reminder on your phone. This is actually built into the health tracking as well, right. so it can so somebody can actually see what days you you took or skipped and the dosages you're taking and it gives you reminders but kind of you can put in like i had to look at it inside anyway so it asks you like what you're taking what dosage um what shape the pill is so when it reminds you it'll actually kind of give you a little take this shape or this kind of um this amount of a liquid or whatever so it's just small things and you can colorize it as well so yeah so anyway the that was the watch series eight and um about 500 euros they're coming in at. Okay, okay. All right, so a good bit more than the Galaxy Watch 5, uh, which uh, say probably, I'd say nearly 200 quid more for that. Mm, don't know if that's if that's justifiable. It's, it's a fair bit more. Yeah, yeah, uh, well, but, you know. But if you are in look, if you're looking for the budget watch, they mm. also announced the Apple Watch SE 2, mm. which I think might be more in line as a direct comparison. So again, the SE2 has the S8 chip in it, mm-hmm. but what's different, the main difference is uh, with, the, um, with the normal S8, uh, Series 8 and the SE is that you don't get the ECG tracking on it. No. Um, you don't get the temperature sensor on it. Uh, so, but you do get all the other features really. Right. And the screen's got a slightly bigger bezel as well as one thing I noticed. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. slightly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you do get the crash detection on it as well mm-hmm. now. Um, and, and like one of the things that's been there for the last couple of, of iterations is the fall detection as well. Oh yeah. And um, if, if you, if you saw the video at the very start of it, where they went through all the different people who've <clears throat> kind of wrote into Apple telling them about how the watch saved their life. Um, there was plenty of things where fall detection called the emergency services for them or that they were stuck in a place where they were actually able to make a phone call from their watch. And speaking of this, let's go oh. back into rant section. Oh dear. <laughs> we'll go back to our rant piece again because I am once again going to rant at the Irish carriers. Um, and I'll probably rant a bit later on when we talk about the iPhone as well, um, about the fact that we still don't have support for cellular uh, devices over here. Um, 
some of the carriers do have eSIM support, mm-hmm. but that's only for phones and not for devices. Right. And I believe that's only one carrier and it's Vodafone. Correct. Mm. Yes. And the others are still way behind on it. And I'm going to give another shout out again to uh, the cellular operators in Ireland. Please, please, please get eSIM support for devices. Yeah. I would jump on it straight away. I would love, and I've said this before, I would love to be able to just go out for a run with just my watch. And if somebody texts me or rings me, I can still take the call. Yeah. So I want that today. And I'm sure there are plenty of other people. When you go digging around online on some of the online forums, there are a lot of people asking for this. Um, so yeah, that's my another little uh, reminder to those carriers. Please get the eSIM support. We we're not we can't be that far behind in Ireland come on no. um, and, and as we say like Vodafone have eSIM support mm-hmm. but not for devices I don't see why not I don't see what's stopping them doing it if they I have don't support either. for it it's yeah. stupid yeah. yeah right so the next part of the Apple event was a brand new product which was the Apple Watch Ultra yeah and I like if you were to compare this to the Galaxy Watch Pro this seems to have an awful lot more in it and an awful lot more thought gone into it as the rugged device that you're going to mm. for for people who need something like this. So whether you're a mountain climber or a diver or someone into long distance triathlons, that kind of thing, um, this is really configured, aimed at those people. So a much larger screen, 49 millimeter sapphire screen again, 200 nits of brightness, which means out in the sunlight, you're going to really be able to read that screen. Titanium case as well, the same as the Galaxy 5. Mm-hmm. Um, a different case design to the normal watch where yeah. you can see that the protrusion from the side of the watch to kind of guard the digital crown and the, the, and um, the button, bring the button out a bit further as well. So, yeah. and they, they kind of said that was because of um, to be able to use it with gloves. Uh, so, the one of the things, and I, I've 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 seen a few reviews about this so far already. People who've talked mm-hmm. about this, um, like this this whole thing of being able to go to forty meters diving. So for most divers, you know, like you, know, you, you need a special license to be able to go further than that anyway. So this is going to be aimed at your normal diver. Yeah. But the only thing it's missing. Like it, it auto starts as a dive computer mm-hmm. and all the features that are there as a dive computer. Look, most of the people who have been reviewing it basically have said, this is game changer. This is brilliant to have this as a dive computer, but it's missing one key feature, which is the link to your oxygen tank. So most dive computers, the like a wrist computer will, will they're expensive items, but they will talk to your oxygen tank over either RFC or sonar. Right. Okay. And it will tell you tell you on your wrist like how much you've left in your oxygen tank. And that's the only thing that's missing on this. But other than that, they're all saying this is an absolutely brilliant like it, it gives you all your kind of warnings to slow down when you're uh, ascending um your pause sections, everything. It gives yeah. you all your um your tracking by GPS, everything. It's like mm. it's an amazing device for something like that. Um considering that that's only one part of what it does three mics on it, um, two speakers, um, an 86 decibel siren on it. So if you were oh, stuck yeah. out in the middle of nowhere 
and you set off this siren, it can be, I think, did they say something like 180 feet away? This can be something heard. Something like that, that. Yeah. yes. Yeah. A new action button on the left-hand side. Mm-hmm. So the action button can be configured to do things as you yeah. want it to do. So again, you talked earlier on about the waypoints, being able to set waypoints. Mm-hmm. So if you're hiking and you're in the middle of nowhere, you can set waypoints so you can backtrack. If you're diving, you can set waypoints so you know where to get back to, to when you surface, that kind of thing. And again, with the low power, like normal, in because it's bigger again, you get your 36 hours of bigger battery inside and you get to 36 hours normal use and up to 60 hours if you put it into that new low power setting, Oof. which 60 hours is, that's pretty good. Um, like your what's that two and a half days really of yeah. usage. So if you're going to be out on a, a long hike and you don't, you won't have your charger there, 60 hours of usage is pretty good. It also has... Um, two uh, waves of using GPS, the L1 and the L5. So, and the L5 is the new, uh, I don't know the details of it exactly, but it's basically like if you're inside in mm. um, a, a city with tall skyscrapers, sometimes your normal GPS can have trouble uh, picking you up in those areas. And this new L5 um, GPS is configured for those kind of environments. Um, yeah. So it has both of those built in, but a thousand euros, Dave. Yeah, it's not cheap, but it's I not. think if mm. the people it's aimed at. Yes, I think. Yeah, it's it's probably. Yeah. Look, it could probably do have been a few hundred less, but mm. yeah, you know, and it has the usual yeah. things like the the temperature sensor, mm. uh, barometer, all that kind of stuff inside in it. It's it's and 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 it's cellular only. Right, as mm-hmm. in like on the normal watch, you can get the GPS version or you can get one GPS and cellular, which yeah. would, if you had eSIM support, <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, would work. But this is cellular. You can't just get it. You can't get a non-cellular version. This right. is cellular only. Right. And I presume it's using that cellular to do that L5 GPS. It's using that to do data mm. as well, um, using using the, the the internet to help locate you. Effectively. Not over here, it won't. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> uh, we'll be waiting for that. Yeah. But a thousand euros. Okay, I suppose if you're in the if you're in the um, the market for one of these, then a thousand euros probably isn't isn't too much because, like, say, if you were a diver, if you're if you're a, an amateur yeah. diver, um, uh, not That's, having to spend the money on your dive computer, yeah, and have this instead as your everyday watch, yeah, and yeah. dive computer and tracking all other health well, and fitness as well. Well, think about it this well. way, the expense of all the other equipment, this would probably be the least of your worries. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure probably the um, Apple Watch Ultra 2 will probably have that link to the oxygen tank. I was going to say that, yeah. They yeah. might They might keep pressing that one on, yeah. yeah. They probably couldn't get it done for the, the this yeah. year. You know? Yeah, because like trying to, like in a device that size to do all what it does and then built sensor, in, yeah. built in like, sonar communication to your oxygen tank. <laughs> They'd have to obviously partner with someone on that and everything. So yeah, right. Let's move on quickly, Dave. Um, Apple AirPods Pro 2 came out. Um, there isn't really much on this. Um, it's basically like, okay, personalized spatial audio, um, active noise cancellation, uh, very similar to the um, Buds Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, again, um, adaptive transparency mode. Uh, the stem has touch control on it uh, for like swiping up and down for volume, yeah. things like that. And it changed the charging case so it has a speaker, uh, 
a thing for putting a lanyard onto it. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you can use Find My on the case now, which previously weren't 300 euros. I would get them. Yeah, I mm-hmm. definitely would. I definitely would. Um, my Air my AirPods are a good few years old now. They're the originals. Yeah. Uh, so I'm in the market for this. So I think I will be upgrading pretty soon to that. Okay. Um, I did and you'll like, go yeah. for the pros yes. over... Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, definitely. Because of the active noise cancellation and yeah. the increased audio, the better audio on it and everything. But are you okay I'll with the, the actual rubber fitting as opposed to the... Now, we did talk about that before. Yeah. I'll have to test it out. All right. All right. So the main part... Apple introduced four new cameras. Four new models of camera. <laughs> oh, and these cameras can also take phone calls. Oh, is that right? Okay. <laughs> Revolution. Yeah. It seemed as though they were just announced four new models of camera. <laughs> Large cameras with a big screen on them that can also run a few apps and do a few other bits and pieces and you can browse the internet on them. But their main thing is to be cameras. <laughs> it seems that that's way, That's yeah. what they focused on completely. It was mm-hmm. just really... So you've got the iPhone 14 and Plus, which have 6.1, 6.7 inch screens, uh, respectively, OLED XDR 1200 nits of brightness. The A15 Bionic chip, which was reserved for the 13 Pro last year, right. has come to the normal, regular 14 this year. Um, the usual... Increases to cameras, everything is more and more and more um, active. Except for the megapixels, they're staying at 12. Uh, yes, on this one. Yeah. yeah, on this one. An action mode for video stabilization, which is yeah. basically like your phone kind of becomes, it makes the gimbal redundant. You don't need it. Uh, reviews on that have actually are pretty good at the moment. Mm. Multiple eSIM support. Oh, yeah. And these phones, when they ship in the US and Canada, have no SIM tray anymore. Correct. And I welcome that. I welcome the idea of get rid of the SIM trays. They're an antiquated idea from decades ago. And um, have I mentioned this already? But I wish the Irish carriers would bring me some support. <laughs> no, I don't think we've mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, there you go, folks. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm, that's something new. Hey, yeah. Uh, like like the um, like the watch, this gets cracked crash detection, and then this brand new thing, satellite communications. Oh yes, it's been rumored for many years, and they did actually say that they've been working on this for years. Mm-hmm. So satellite communication, but unfortunately at the moment only works in the US and Canada. Yeah, um, won't launch until November over there, and two years free, but. Uh, no details on what it might cost after that. No. But Apple are working with a, a number of uh, satellite uh, operators on this. Uh, so God only knows which way it'll go. But if you're out in the middle of nowhere, um, which we don't really have to worry about in Ireland, uh, being out of cell tower coverage, mm. um, but in larger countries, yep. being out in the middle of nowhere and not being able to get any coverage, you can, without, without a bulky antenna, uh, which most satellite phones have, they, it's quite good how they've done this actually and built it into the size of the phone. Um, is that you? It'll the app will direct you to point it to a satellite, um, tell you when you're kind of pointing at it and it's communicating with it. Mm. And then they did this great thing where they do uh, kind of they're guiding you through the common questions at the start, so you're not because. Like it could take minutes to send a message. If you were to send a text message over satellite, it would take a long time. Uh, but they've done a lot of work on reducing the amount of, of data that needs to be sent. And I'm sure things like if they're guiding you to questions, like if you press the question on, I need help um, and I'm in 
bad terrain or I'm in water, then whatever you pick, instead of sending that whole message, they're going to send W1, W2. So it's just characters, quick characters as the actual problem that you're sending through. Um, it then will allow you to send um, messages once you get past all this, um, if you are in communication with a base station mm. or uh, emergency responders, really. Um, <clears throat> but like in a clear sky, it could take 15, 20 seconds to send a small message. And if you're under foliage, it could take minutes. So, yeah. but it'll also send your uh, location data as well. So, it will be good for some people, and right. I think it's a great step forward. It'll be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah, I was quite surprised. But call me a dumbass if you want, right? But we can stream Love Island over a satellite, and we can, uh, <laughs> in the states, we have um, satellite radio. Yes, but it's downwards only. Oh yeah, it's downwards. It's your. What's, what's come on? Yeah, stream sort it out. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's download data. It's it's the <laughs> other side on the way up. That's ah, where it causes the problem. There you go. I'm a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Pricing wise, they said they're keeping it the same as last year's prices, but mm -hmm. that's U.S. only. When yeah, it comes yep. over here and you add the VAT on, it's and then add the VAT plus the extra that's there this yes. year. Um, exactly. It's now nine hundred euros. Uh, oh no, wait, sorry. No, sorry. The um, iPhone 14 is 1029. Oof. The iPhone 14 Plus is 1179. Oof. That's a fair, that's about 100 quid or more. That's jump more than from, the VAT, yeah. Yeah, so, so from last year. Um, then the iPhone, or the iCamera 14 Pro and iCamera 14 Pro Max. <laughs> Max. They should just relabel them to the cameras. Um, yeah. There was, I'm trying to remember, and I'm very sorry to whoever said this on one of the podcasts I was listening to recently. I can't remember. I'll have to look it up and it's just gone out of my head. But uh, one guy, so this isn't my quote. I'm, 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 this is somebody else's credit. But uh, this new dynamic island. Mm -hmm. So the pros have a dynamic island and the normal ones have a static peninsula. Oh, there you go. That's, that's brilliant. <laughs> it was a great, yeah. So I, 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 I can't remember who said it. Um, apologies. But mm. anyway, uh, same screen sizes but an always on display. And yeah. I like that. If I'm upgrading, which I probably won't this year because as I said, my 11 is working perfectly. Mm. If I was upgrading, I would go to the Pro because of this always on display. Yeah. And the beauty of what they showed on that is one hertz refresh rate, mm -hmm. which is how they're able to do this always on display. And I, I love yeah. it because my phone, I've had a few phones now with always on display, but I don't use it because it just drains the battery. It, it absolutely will yeah. kill the battery. Yeah, yeah, totally and utterly kill the battery. Uh, but being able to have an, a, like a, a one hertz always on ProMotion HDR display, uh, peak um, 2000 nits of brightness. Wow. Again, yeah. fabulous, fabulous screens. I would go for this when I get to upgrade. It could be another year. I don't know. My 11 is working so perfectly well. I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't need the latest shiny toy. Tim is uh, not pleased. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm very sorry, Tim. Uh, he <laughs> might be able to get on his holidays this year because <laughs> I'm not spending the thousands. An A16 Bionic chip inside in this four mm -hmm. nanometer process. Um, 40% faster than the competition is what they're saying. And a third of the power on the efficiency cores than the competition. 17 trillion operations per second. Yeah. That's fast. Unfortunately, I have mm. to admit it, they, they're not far off that, uh, yeah. the mark really. Yeah, yeah. So this one gets a 48 megapixel main camera. Oh yeah. Right. But in normal operation, mm -hmm. you're only getting 12 megapixels. That's right. Right. And 
to, you have to uh, um, shoot in the Apple Pro RAW format to get mm -hmm. the 48 megapixel. And I've heard reports that when you do shoot your photos using the Pro RAW, kills the battery. Oh, battery performance goes down big this time. This on the 14 or on, on previous? On, yeah, no, on the 14. Right. Yeah, yeah on the 14 Pro. Um, that it does really affect battery life. I reckon a software update would fix that. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pricing wise, thirteen hundred and thirty nine for the base Ooh. one, fourteen hundred and eighty nine euros for the Pro Max. Ah, oh, boy. Like you're you're, yeah. you're getting up to the price of a foldable phone there. You are, you mm. are, and again, like I mean, the, what's the top off as in the United States? Was one oh nine nine or something like that yeah. for the, the Dollars, Pro Max? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So that's definitely like that's only twelve hundred with that, as opposed to fourteen hundred. Yeah, about nearly thirteen hundred. Yeah. So yeah. you you are you know, like you're up one hundred hundred and fifty quid. Yeah, that's that's terrible. Extra on top of yeah. it. Um, I don't know what uh, world economic problems are uh, causing that. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Yeah. So that is the iPhone 14 and 14 Pro Max. Um, as I say, AirPods, I'd be in the market for the AirPods Pro 2. Mm -hmm. um, not sure about everything else. Um, nothing else that was really something that would make me upgrade. Okay. Right. So Dave, we're uh, coming to the end of the show here. And uh, for another episode, thanks for joining us. I have one last thing to actually, uh, a, a bit of local news. And... Um, uh, you might remember um, I had uh, guests on here with the new immersive software engineering course that's out in UL. Hello. Um, talking about that, I uh, might try and get them back on again uh, to go through where we are because that is um, it's in progress. So I'd like to get an update on how that's running. But Amazon Web Services have said that they will be um, giving funding in perpetuity to the immersive software oh. engineering. So it's it's kind of the it's their global fellowships program, and um, it's uh, it's brilliant. That's brilliant for Limerick that Amazon are going to be funding this. So that's really uh, that's the update on uh, local news. There was one other thing in my notes here, but I think we'll we're going over time, Dave. So we'll have to uh, we'll have to Court talk it. about this next time again. All right, All right. and uh, people can go and maybe look this up so that they have a bit of information before we do it. Mm -hmm. But uh, have a look online for the nothing phone. Oh so, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Uh, so right, we'll we'll talk about that the next time. The nothing phone. All so right. we'll leave listeners with that to go and look that up, and uh, we'll do a bit of a bit of chat about that the next time. Right, looking forward to it. All right, so Dave, uh, thanks so much, and we'll talk to you again. Bye. Bye. Tech Post is brought to you by Limerick City Community Radio 99.9 FM every weekend, and in association with the Limerick Post newspaper, it also goes out as part of the podcast feed from the Limerick Post, where you can get this show and loads more great shows. Please give us a rating and review if you like this show in whatever podcast app you use. Don't forget you can get in touch with us at techpost at limerickpost.ie if you have any questions, comments or suggestions or if you'd like to be featured on the show. Theme music is by Dylan Flynn and the Dead Poets and you can get their great music on Apple Music and Spotify and production assistance from Eric Fitzgerald.